Hi, my name is Paul, and I'm the home inspector your realtor warned you about. How are you? That's a silly question, isn't it? That last, how are you? You're stressed. A stranger is about to enter your house with the sole purpose of inspecting your home from top to bottom. Is he going to nitpick your home to death? Will he treat your home and your privacy with the respect they deserve? Most importantly, will this guy on your front porch kill your deal? I understand this stress. I sold a house and moved in 2007. After having lived there for three years and performing my own home inspection, I knew that house inside and out. The buyers wanted their own inspection, and I agreed. Even though I knew that house better than anyone on the planet, and I also knew I was a better inspector than the one the buyers retained, I was stressed. When I introduce myself to a seller during a home inspection, I know two things. One, that you're pleased because you have an offer on your home. Yay! And two, that you're stressed to meet me. You know that I'm going to be spending three or four hours in your house, your home, and the perception of my job is to nitpick it to death. Which isn't really my job, by the way, but we're talking about perceptions here, yours and the buyer's. I try to set the seller at ease. I explain my job. I tell you that my goal is to perform my inspection and leave your home without a trace that I was ever there. The introduction for the buyers is a bit different, since I've already talked to them on the phone. We've already had a discussion on what I'll be looking at and what for, whether I'll be up on the roof or in the crawl space, how I mark up my reports. They want me to nitpick the house, to find things, because then they are going to ask you to either fix some things or give them even more money back. The Buyer Traditionally in the United States marketplace, it's the home buyer who purchases the services of the home inspector. The buyers will purchase this inspection to get two things. The first is peace of mind that they aren't buying a money pit. Today's home buyers are far less likely to have the background or handyman skills that our grandfather's generation had, and this has led to the growth of the inspection industry. Once upon a time, the buyer might have been a carpenter or an electrician or had worked with his dad or uncle doing those types of jobs. They would have had some experience and, more importantly, perspective about homes. Today's generation has interned at white-collar jobs while going to college and then entered the professional or retail world instead of a trade. Consequently, they know far less about housing than previous homeowners and need more advice. They need a home inspector to fill that need. The second reason is that the inspection is often used to control the price of the home purchase. With the go-go market from 1999 to 2007, Homes were getting multiple offers, often escalating as they came in as buyers tried to one-up the competition and get into a new home. And while buyers were getting inspections, they often had very limited negotiation room because of those backup offers. It was a make-or-break proposition for them. If the home was in reasonably good shape, they completed the transaction. If it wasn't, they walked. Asking for money or repairs often led the seller, you, to say, no thanks, and move on to the next offer. The other psychological factor that worked in the seller's favor then was the pervasive thought that real estate always goes up, so the buyer could purchase a fixer and, doing little or no repairs, sell it for a profit in five years. That was then. Times have changed. Since the top of the housing bubble, home prices have declined about a third, taking with it much of your equity. To add insult to injury, you're competing against the very banks, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citi, who helped create the bubble and the resulting cratering of the housing industry. Plus, the foreclosure market continues to erode pricing for homes in certain markets. There is also the overhang of the shadow inventory, those homes that have been foreclosed but not put on the market yet, which is driving up the supply and not counted in the official figures.
The home sales arena was actually much worse than what was being reported on the news throughout the decline. In December of 2011, the National Association of Realtors admitted that the figures that they had supplied the media overstated home sales for the years 2007 to 2011 by double-counting homes. The total error was about 15%, according to CoreLogic, an independent data firm that was among the first to question the disparity of the NAR's numbers. As I write this, one in five buyers is an investor. Investors, by their nature, are not looking to give you a top price for your home. They're looking for deals for themselves that will provide cash flow and be profitable. Their behavior drives down prices in every neighborhood and affects your home sale by changing the comps used by appraisers to determine value.